When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we welcome you to this edition of Tuesday People, the podcast, our first podcast of 2022. Happy 2022 to wow. all of you. 2022. Sounds like a Larry David line. 2022. 22. Pretty, I like the sound of pretty it. Pretty good. 2022. Mm-hmm. And we are off and running uh, in the new year. And we hope you had good celebrations. Uh, we are uh, a couple days in now to the new year. And so I imagine that everybody is on their bicycles, their Pelotons, <laughs> their diets, their uh, you know health clubs around the country do a massive share of their business in January. Uh, that yeah. is, uh, that's the opposite of Christmas, you know, Christmas shopping, every uh, retailers, every December, 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 but yep. health clubs, diet companies, uh, fitness organizations, drinks, et cetera. January is the month. January is the month. Yep. Everybody's yep. made I'm a guilty. resolution that they're going to lose weight. I'm going to get in yep. shape. There are more, I don't know what the statistic is, but. There are more memberships signed up, I believe, in January to health clubs than maybe even all the rest of the year. And usually by February, half of those people aren't going anymore. I know. But they signed up. <laughs> That's me. They signed up. That's me. Is that you? Or are you doing I'll never that? Join- I'm never joining a gym again. I, it's, it's, um, I, I, I can't do it anymore. I've joined like 78 gyms. Every single one has ended up like that. I really? go three times and wow. then I'm like, I hate the gym. Um, <laughs> you know, I went to wow. one that had like a spa, a spa in it. And I thought that would keep me going because yeah. every month you'd get a free massage and a free facial and you get to use the gym. So I thought, wow. oh, that's worth it. Yeah. Not even that kept me going. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so. Yeah. You're, you're a I'm, high priced customer there. I mean, yeah, uh, I'm not if, a, if a I'm massage a and, and a, and a. And a facial, don't, don't, I mean, people pay extra money to go do that. You were, you were getting it for free and it still didn't get you to come out. Yeah, it's part of your gym membership, which yeah. is probably a little bit more than a $29 gym membership, you know. I guess. But it still was like, uh, it couldn't even get, I, I couldn't. I just have come to the conclusion in this late stage of my life, I'm not a gym girl. Okay, mm. so there. Yeah. So there, I have no shame. That's all right. You were telling me in a, in, a, in an earlier conversation, you say, you were saying, uh, we think we're young, but all my friends are having hip surgeries. And yes. Everybody's and, uh, having like hip replacement yeah, surgeries. Yeah. And I'm so, like, is this what it's come to? And, and, and I'm talking about things like my cholesterol numbers. And right. I'm like, oh, my God, what right. is happening? I know. I, I uh <laughs> I do think that there are some good New Year's resolutions. I'm going to talk about one in a moment. 
Um, but I, I do think that there is one about that. They have that funny commercial. Uh, I think it's for Geico or one of those things uh, about becoming your parents. And, uh-huh. and, you know, when you become a homeowner, as soon as you get a home, you start to talk like your parents and you start uh, advising people in stores when they didn't ask you your advice. And yeah. you start saying, <laughs> you know, you go up to the counter at the uh, airline like 10 times and say, do you have any uh-huh. idea when we're going to be leaving? You know, yeah. uh, and you micromanage <laughs> everything. And, uh, That's and funny. I, I do think that there are things that we can be aware of as we're getting older. And you mentioned one of them. Uh, try to curtail how often you speak about your health, <laughs> uh-huh. your doctor's visits, your dentist visits. I have a friend who'll go unnamed, but every time- oh, now I want to know, of course. No, but every time we get together, <laughs> it's just a matter of time before it's like, so I go to the doctor the other day and he tells, you know, he finds this- uh, boil on my rear end you know he finds this uh, you know or I, I'm, I'm coughing he says oh, you know God. all of a sudden I have uh, something in my lungs that I got to get out or or I got an ear infection you know my age oh, or no I have my wisdom tooth is I went to saw the dentist and he said this so it gives me this so I'm sitting there for two hours and uh, you know I got the Novocaine and, and you're going through the play-by-play nobody it's like medical doctor's visits and your golf game Nobody is as interested in this stuff as you are. <laughs> uh, people who true. talk about their golf game, it's just, oh, my God. When, when they start going through the holes that they played. Oh. And, you know, yeah, I was on 15, no. so I shanked the first one. You know, I'm, I'm 30, 40 yards out in the rough. And, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm, I decided I'm going to go with a five iron. I don't know what I'm thinking, but I go. Nobody cares. Nobody wants no. to know. It's like that Geico commercial. No, let it go. Don't. Yeah, but don't you stop, can't even stop. watch golf, barely. You know, like I, can't. I like watching golf fine. Just don't talk about it with other yeah, people. My dad, my dad loved golf, but I watch it. I just am like, okay, I, I tune out. So if somebody starts talking about it instead right. of even watching it, right. that's even worse for me. So these are some things but, to maybe keep in mind about what subjects <laughs> do you tend to sort of gravitate towards rather oh, quickly that yeah, maybe. Maybe your friends or your family, they just don't really want to hear it or need to hear it. It would be one thing if you were saying something really important. Listen, we need to be nicer to each other. We need to go help out at this charity thing. Well, they might not want to hear it, but they might need to hear it, and that's an important thing. But telling people about the needle with the Novocaine and how the nurse you know, hit a nerve <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and uh, how you jumped and then they had to sedate you, it's not it's – not, that's so funny. If I didn't talk about health or work, I would have nothing to talk about. <laughs> I really have to. I really have to reevaluate what I talk about now. I'm going to be completely like, um, you know, I'm going to be analyzing myself heavily. Yeah. My sister and I always call each other about health, so at least I have her. Um, so, the, and does she give as good as she gets? Uh, oh yeah, we both. Okay. We go both. She calls me like I'm a doctor all the time because right. she knows I like doing Dr. Google, right? I see. And she calls me constantly for health. And we have a niece uh, who's a doctor. I'm like, call Sarah. She's a doctor. You know, mm. don't call me. What do I know? I, I, by the way, I, I would, the Dr. Google thing, um, I, this is just a personal thing. You can, everyone can do what they want, obviously. But I would heavily recommend do not go to Google when you have a health scare. 
It's one thing if, you, yeah. if it's something about, you know, uh, what's the best cure for a hangnail or, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, what's the best teeth whitener or uh, uh, do, 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 uh, does Rogaine really work? Those kinds of questions, yeah. those are fine. But when you say, I have a, something in my chest or, is, 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 or I have a funny feeling in my, uh, in, in my kidney area or my backache uh, hurts, forget it. You go on the I web and, and put in what could it be. I'm telling you what it's going to be. It could be this, 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 or cancer. This, this, yeah. this, 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 or heart attack. This, 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 or death. Uh, there, even the most simplest kinds of things that when I have been stupid enough to go Google it, you go down the list and it, it can go from like, this could be signs of uh, indigestion, uh, yeah. something that your 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 body doesn't digest uh, this food product right this that the other thing or a peptic this or an ulcer or cancer or death it's like okay well if it's going to be all of those potential things all that's going to do is I'm going to go right to the bottom and say death yeah. and and I'm going to think about that all the time and then when you invariably go to a human doctor and not somebody who posted Ooh, something it. online. Oh, yeah. they well, they laugh or they hate it, and they say, "Please don't tell me you found that on the internet or you saw this on the internet." Yeah, that's what my doctor. Yeah, my yeah. doctor does that all the time to me. She's always like, "Lisa, I went to school for seven years. I've been practicing for twenty-two years. Right. I'm going to give you the answer, and the answer that I give you is the right answer. Right. You know, because then I'll right. go, I'll leave her office, and then I write her. You know, like." 20 minutes later and I'm like, Ooh, I just went online and I checked that out. But the Cleveland clinic says, yeah. And, and then then she's like, you're, are you at the Cleveland clinic right now? No, (laughs) then I, I I would suggest you not bring that up to me. Yeah. Well, that might be a good new year's resolution is to just make the doctor's appointment. Now I understand in this day and age, and especially now after COVID, it's very hard to get a doctor's appointment. And so, You know, getting somebody uh, to even answer you can be difficult, and you want to get an answer quickly. You know, your appointment may be for six weeks from now, and you say, "I can't wait six yeah. weeks. I got to find out." So, you, what, what's faster than the internet? Nothing. So you go and you take care of that. But it's still not a good idea. It's just not a good no. idea. There are too many variables. Nobody is diagnosing you to say, "Don't read any further." See, when you go to a doctor. And you say, doctor, I have this pain here on my side. And they push and they examine. And does it hurt here? No. Does it hurt here? No, no, just here. Okay, just here. In their minds, they've already eliminated five things. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then they look in your throat and then they, they, they you know, take a blood test maybe. And they've already eliminated. So they've eliminated all that stuff that's at the bottom of the internet thing. Yeah. So they're not even going to bring it up. So then they say to you, uh, okay, no, this is just gas. You know, what you're describing uh-huh. here is most likely gas. I know it feels like it might be a heart attack or something, but it's not. It's just gas, and you're, you're going to be fine. Go home. Now, you go home with that diagnosis, and you type in, you know, pain on left side <laughs> in whatever. No, no, no. Look, it says, you know, could be this cardiac arrest, could be signs of arterial, uh, you know, uh, decay, and could be uh, the cancer and death. You know? uh, and and they, they knew all of those things. But they didn't bring them up to you because there's no reason because you're not showing any of those other signs. Yes. And if you're not showing any of those other signs, then why – then what you miss when you read the internet is it said could be. You miss those words, could be. You go right past them. I go right past them. We all go right past them. And we go to must be in our minds. Must be. Serious, 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 serious cancer death. 
Yeah. And so yep, it's me. it's good to uh, just let the doctor who can do the process of elimination, who can do the exam, which the internet cannot do. The internet cannot examine you. So your idea of a pain on your left side and someone else's idea of a pain on their left side and someone else's idea of a pain on the left side are totally different. People's pain tolerance is so different. You, you know, I, I, I'll get a tweak somewhere and I'll go, oh, that's new. That tweak is new. Ah. I've, never had, I've <laughs> never had a tweak there. I wonder what that means. I, know. I need to go Don't check that up. out because it's new. Whereas if I get a tweak. Don't look it up. Yeah, but if I get a tweak in a familiar tweak spot, oh, yeah, I've had mm-hmm. that before. It's, that's nothing to worry about. But yeah. the other tweak could also be nothing to worry about. It's just I don't know. So I'll go to the internet and I'll go look at that tweak spot, you know, tweak on my uh, lower right groin area, you know. Could be this, could be this, could be this, could be this, cancer death. And, and yes. I'll go right to the bottom. But a doctor can eliminate all those things. And so it's not that they're being naive. It's not that they don't know what the Cleveland Clinic said or uh, doctors.com or medicine.com or whatever it is. It's that, that once they do an exam and they see, no, well, if, if it was that, you would also have this. And I would be able to see something with this and your, your blood test would come back higher. And they already have done that in their head. So they don't need to say to you, well, Lisa, you know, when you first walked in, I thought this might be death. This might be cancer, but now I can see that it is. They don't need to tell you that. They can just say to you, no, no it's it's nothing. It's gas. It's fine. Go yeah. home. And they do that process of elimination. In their heads. Know, yeah, almost that's, immediately. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So don't be disappointed when they don't give you as many terrible potential outcomes as the internet <laughs> gives you. That's don't not that's not the point. Yeah. Well, you, you, I know that people sometimes they go to their doctor and then they come back home and they go, they do the Dr. Google thing, like you say, and they somehow feel like their doctor is inadequate. Like, what the heck's the yeah. matter with my doctor? He didn't tell me any of this stuff. Well, yeah. it's not, he's not measuring himself against what they write in webmed, you know, uh, dot com or whatever it is. He, he's got his practice and he knows. Like, your doctor said, I've been doing this for 30 something years. I'm going to tell you the truth. Here's what the truth is. But a lot yeah. of people don't want to believe that. So that would be a very good New Year's resolution would be, A, not to talk about your health so much in conversation. B, not to trust your health to the internet. We'll be back with more Tuesday People right after this. I want to tell you something um, that I began talking about at the beginning of the show that actually dictates the show today. And it happened minutes before we were about to record the show. In fact, I was late for the show for this very reason. Not that we're late with you, but I was late with what I told Lisa when we were going to start. My phone rings literally as I'm about to press the button to connect with the studio to start the podcast. Mm -hmm. And... The number is not, it's not an 888 number or an 877 number or anything like that. It's not a, so I don't think it's a telemarketer or something like that. And I, it must be somebody I know. And, and the name came up, a last name that I didn't recognize. So it wasn't somebody trying to hide their identity or whatever. I said, well, this must be right. a friend of ours then. So I pick up the phone and the, there's a guy on the other end of the phone. He says, is Mitch there? 
And I said, this is, this is Mitch. And there's like this pause. Oh, and boy. then I hear him say, uh, my name is, I'm not going to say his name. And uh, years ago, you spoke with my wife uh, at an event. And uh, we got your contact information. And I wonder, I was just calling to see if you could help me with something. Oh. I'm like, okay, uh, what is this? And I'm kind of quiet. And he says, so, I, yeah, I have a thing that I'm, you know, trying to get done. And, um, you know, I just I just thought maybe uh, you, knew you you could help me and, uh, you know, get it get it finished and get it done. And, and he, he still hasn't said what it is. And another couple, another little go around, uh, kind of talk like that. And finally, uh, he says, I, I have this uh, this movie script that I'm working on. Now, I can tell you that I'm not an actor. I'm not a director or a movie executive. And I probably get hit up with, can you look at my movie script? Can you write a movie script with me? Can you help me with my movie script? Oh, I asked you that not too long ago. Well, I don't mean (laughs) from you. But from people that I don't know, multiple times every week. I can only imagine Mm -hmm. what... A director or an oh, actor. Yeah. It's just, you know, people are literally, hey, can I help you with your bag on an airplane? Oh, yeah. And when they help them with their bag, they slip their script inside the bag or something like yeah. that. Oh, uh, it happens all the yeah. time. So movie script is kind of code word for, oh, oh no. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and here I am on the phone. And you don't know this person? I don't know this person, and he doesn't know me. And but he you admits gave him it. your phone number. I never gave him my phone number. I later find out that he found it somehow through the internet. But he said that oh. years ago I had oh. met his wife and, uh, and right. maybe I had, he suggested like I had given her, I'm thinking I wouldn't give somebody my home phone number. But uh, anyhow, That's you know, he asked move, for this help with this. Say. Yeah. That's yeah. a bold move. Yeah. So okay, he's asked for help me. with this movie script. And <laughs> my first instinct was please don't call this number again and, and to hang up mm-hmm. because I was late for the podcast and, and because, you know, you can sign up here. This is my home and it's, it's, it's an afternoon and, you know, just the fact that somebody now has this number and I got to think, is he going to give it to somebody else and somebody else? And yeah, but I thought about it and I thought, okay, maybe it's cause it's the beginning of the year. Maybe it's because I just had a moment. Uh, or maybe it's because I remember when I was first starting out uh, trying to get anybody to help me uh, as a writer or as a musician, the things that I did. So I said, are you a, a movie writer? Is that your job? Are you in the movie business? And he said, no. And he was in some other mm. business. I said, so why do you want to do this? Well, I've just sort of had this idea and, uh, you know, I, I just, I think I'm kind of a creative person. I just want to get the idea out and put it out there. And he wanted to give it to a, a very famous actor. I won't say which actor, but he wanted to give it to get, get this very famous actor. Now, I can't be of any help in getting any scripts to any famous actors or Mm-mm. anything like that. So in in so many ways, this was like something that was just, even if I wanted to help, I couldn't be of any help. But I said, all right, ask a few more questions. 
Mm-hmm. What's the story about? Why do you want to do it? You know, why do you think this is important? Then I started to tell him my experiences in Hollywood and why it was so difficult and why, you know, if he really felt he had a story, he should write it as a story, not as a movie script, because a movie script is just a blueprint. You have to go get yeah. a director, get get movie stars, get actors, yeah, get easier. sets. I mean, you're, that's just the beginning. You, you know, you, you've taken on like the hardest task known to man. You've got to assemble a hundred people for a tiny little movie to try to get it actually made. You might want to just write the story as a story, put it in a magazine, put it online, whatever it is, and let people read the story. Right. If it's a good story, then and someone else can make it into a movie. Yeah, Somebody yeah. else will pick up a lot yeah. of those stories yeah. sometimes and make them into movies. Right. Well, he didn't know even any of this. He didn't really know how the okay. business worked. So I ended up telling him that, and I ended up telling him about the business. And uh, I would say we were on for, you know, probably 12 minutes uh, right. talking at something that, you know, I could have, as soon as he said, uh, my name is such and such, and I didn't know it, I could have just pressed the receiver down and said, you know, not talking. Yeah. And I realized that and I went in and looked up when Maury and I talked about strangers. Mm-hmm. And how he felt that the idea of a stranger changed when you realized your mortality, when you realized that you were going to die. Strangers did not uh, feel so strange that he felt a connection, mm-hmm. a connection mm-hmm. with other people in the world. Listen, when, uh, you know, he talked about we must love each other or perish. That was a famous quote, not from him, but from a poet uh, mm-hmm. that he used to say all the time. We must love each other or, or, or die. Love each other or perish is the actual quote. Uh, and I asked him, well, what exactly did he mean by that here? Well, when you say love one another, you're talking about the people in your town, too? Or the- as many as you can. Yeah. And ultimately... We have to take responsibility for each other. That, that idea is so foreign. You take responsibility for your own little group. Yeah. But beyond that, they're all strangers, mm-hmm. all outsiders, mm-hmm. all the other, in quotes. Mm-hmm. And the other is not you. The other is not you. The other is not you. That is a philosophy that, unfortunately, is running rampant in our country right now. We are so convinced that we should have nothing to do with people who aren't exactly like us. And I don't mean just our skin color, our, our religious belief, our, you know, our gender, whatever, but also people who aren't like us in, in frame of mind in philosophy, in political bent, in in social bent, and things like that. We're to the point where we consider people like that strangers. You know, we say the phrase, I don't get people like that. You know, I don't want to be around people like that. As if people are defined by these things. We are even, even the vaccinated and the unvaccinated is is now an an ultimate example of the other. We think of people as the Mm -hmm. other. We're in the vax Mm -hmm. group. They're in the unvax group. You know, we don't want to even be near them. You know, COVID is is an amazing 
sort of uh, circumstance to put into play the worst mm-hmm. of human behavior in terms of alienating one from the other. Vaccinated over here, unvaccinated over there, vaccinated with cards, unvaccinated without cards, vaccinated can come in, unvaccinated yeah. can't come in. You know, it plays to, no matter what the science and all the rest of it, it plays to the worst part of human nature of excluding yeah. other people and making other people feel like others, others. Yeah. Hillary Clinton saying they're a basket of deplorables, you know, about people who voted Republican or conservatives, putting people in that basket of others, others, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, arch-right people saying, you know, all these people who are marching, they're all Antifa, you know, they're trying to bring down the government, right. others, others, mm-hmm. others, others. And the more we objectify people as others, as strangers, the less we're going to care about them the less we're going to feel like we need to be nice to them because we don't see them as us. We don't see them as humans sometimes. And yeah. Maury, I've told this story before. We watched television one time, and we were watching some war footage. I think it was over in Serbia at that time. Uh, and Maury started crying. I said, what are you, why are you crying? He said, look, this is so sad what's happening to these people. And I said, but... You've never even been there. You don't know any of these people. You, you, mm-hmm. I don't think you could find that country on a map. Those are my people. Yeah, yeah. my people, by well, the way. Okay, so you should have called you. But, <laughs> you should have uh, called me. But, but he said, I know, but now when you're dying, you can just feel other people's pain so much differently. Listen, listen to what he said here. Have you found since you've been going through this experience that you feel more or less connected with all the strangers of the world? More. More. In a still vague way, but I can feel more empathic to the people that are getting chased out of their homeland, brutalized, injured, dehumanized, because I know something about their sadness. Mm. If you haven't suffered, much. It's very hard to empathize with people are suffering unless you're an unusual person. So he points out that when you are suffering yourself, it's much easier for you to be sensitive to other people who are suffering. Yeah. So I think a great resolution to make us we start this new year, would be about how we're going to be towards strangers, mm-hmm. others, others, mm-hmm. the people that we consider others. How will you choose to treat people who are not like you, who are not in your social class, who are not in your of your political bent, who are not of the same race, who are of a different religion? How will you treat them? Is it possible that you can take the time as I kind of fell into with this gentleman on the phone. And by the time we finished the conversation, he was extremely grateful. I gave him an email address that he could send something to. Not going to kill me, you know. And uh, and please don't everybody else start doing that. Don't do, don't do <laughs> yeah. that to Mitch. Yeah. At, yeah. At and, least wait a couple of weeks. You be careful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You just have to be careful. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not giving him my social security number. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it didn't it didn't kill me to be nice. It didn't kill me to be patient. And, okay, it was 12 minutes where it could have been 12 seconds. 
But, you know, if he feels better about it, he took a shot and, you know, was probably nervous and making the call. And uh, and if he hangs up and says, hey, we, we had a conversation, he, he told me some good advice, even if it wasn't encouraging advice, which it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But, he, you know, and I apologize for that. I said, I don't want to be discouraging. I don't want to squash anybody's dream. Um, but But here's the reality of what you're asking me. You know, I think you really appreciate it. It's okay. There was a stranger who came into my life today by whatever accident. And now that the time has passed, I don't really miss the 12 minutes. It's not like, Lisa, this whole show, all I've been thinking about is if I had 12 more <laughs> minutes. Just, if I had those 12 minutes back. <laughs> those 12 minutes back, what could I do? Uh, you know, we say that a lot. Oh, if I had that time back that I spent on the phone when my you know, ex-roommate was chewing my ear off about all the problems he was having. Oh, if I could have that time back when I ran into the guy I used to go to high school with and he started telling me about his mother who was sick and I had to be kind and nice and help out. You know, oh, if I only had those 12 minutes back, I really, I could have done something. You did do yeah. something. You right. did something. You listened. You mm-hmm. listened. It is something. Not every Mm -hmm. something has to be an accomplishment. Not every something has to have a paycheck at the end of it. Most really good somethings don't. And so you are doing something when you're passing that time. You're being kind and you're passing on kindness. And not everything has to benefit you. Sometimes it benefits others. You know, I had a similar phone call the other day, and I I actually wrote something about this on LinkedIn because... um, it's another one of those things where I didn't recognize the number, but I thought it was my college town's phone number, like their mm-hmm. their area code, um, Central Michigan University. And um, so I thought, oh, it's end of the year. They're probably calling, right, money or whatever. And I went, you know what? I'm going to pick it up. And so I picked it up. And sure enough, it was a student calling for money. You know, they they ask for, you know, donations to the university. Well, I used to do that. Like that was my one of my volunteer jobs when I was in college. And I thought I'm going to answer like I I felt I know what they were feeling to have to call strangers who 98% of people hang up on you, right? Um and it got to the end of the phone call and I think the poor girl on the other end was probably like, "Oh Jesus, she won't stop talking." Like <laughs> I kept her on for like a half hour. Like she probably just wanted to get the donation out of the way and move on. I'm like, so what are you majoring in and where are you from? And I started asking her all these questions. But I felt like, you know, I met this young girl who now I can maybe influence a little bit, you know. Right. So, um, you know, it was it ended up being a nice call, but not normally. A, I would have never taken it in any right. other circumstance. Right. right. Well, but so I met somebody new. There's a little something that you can kind of take into the new year about, you know, being a little kinder to strangers, and maybe it's it's not mm-hmm. just it's just a, it's not just a kindness to strangers. It's viewing the person not as a stranger, yeah, but as a fellow human being who's just in a different space where you are at that moment, yeah. And and yeah. I think, you know, rather than looking at this gentleman who called me as like, oh, here's a, you know, here's a person who's who's trying to just get something for themselves from somebody they don't know. I said, well, no, try, drop off all the ex- explanations and just stop at person. Here's another person. It's another person. This is what this person wants at this moment. Can I be of some service to that person? Can I be of some help? Yeah. Just by being half decent. 
And he said to me, you know, I, I got to tell you, I'm surprised you've been on with me as long as you have. You know, like he said, I kind of expected that you would hang up on me or something. So he, even he didn't have much in the way of expectations. Right. <laughs> but he said, he said, I know a hundred percent my dream wouldn't happen a hundred percent if I didn't make the phone call. So if I right. if I only have a point oh 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 one percent, if I do make the phone call, it's still more than a hundred percent the opposite direction. Um, and so there are little ways that we are all thrown in and tested. This the good part about this little resolution, folks, is that you don't have to go looking for it. It will find you. It will mm-hmm. find you. The oh, way that definitely. phone call Anywhere. found me, the way that phone call found you, you'll be out walking, you'll be at a shop, you'll be you you will have a confrontation. If you just are involved in any way with the outside world, there will come a moment, probably within yeah. a day, within a day of you listening to this podcast. Oh, easy. There'll come a moment where someone will maybe ask something of you or, or, or could use something from you, whatever, and you'll make a decision to either do it or not. It might be that person mm-hmm. sitting in front of the supermarket with a sign saying homeless vet uh, with, a, with, a, with a cup. It may be a, a person trying to reach something on an upper shelf. Uh, it may be an, an, uh, an email from someone who you used to go to college with who's reaching out to you, whatever, it'll, it'll come, it'll come, it'll come, it'll come. It will, will not take long. And Definitely. it'll be up to you to sort of decide, okay, am I going to view this person as an other and therefore almost subhuman? And I don't have to be kind, uh, even though I'm a kind person, I don't need to be kind to this person because they're not in my group. They're an other. Or are you going to take off the other part and just, see everybody is more alike than different and therefore you know you're part of the same family essentially the family of man this is interesting and you know one day we should talk about the flip side of that which is asking people for help when you need help asking other people who you don't know for help because that's the that's the other side of this coin that's a a whole other conversation and we will take that on and, and that's a hard that's a hard thing to do, you yes, know, to ask somebody for help. Yes, it is. But so, Maury spoke a lot that about man that. Bless that man that called. Yeah. 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 So lesson learned. You never know. Sometimes they come sitting alongside an old professor for Tuesday after Tuesday after Tuesday. And sometimes they come in the form of a phone call 30 seconds <laughs> before you're about to start a podcast. <laughs> but there's something to be learned in in almost every moment in life if you look for it and hopefully we learned a little something here so that will wrap up today's program we appreciate your joining us you can always find out more about our podcast at we tuesday people.com we tuesday people.com on behalf of lisa goich my friend and producer who produces this program every week i'm mitch album welcoming you into 2022 and saying in this year just as we said all through last year See you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Tuesday People. To be part of our conversation, join the Tuesday People community at wetuesdaypeople.com. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. We look forward to having you with us every Tuesday because, after all, we're Tuesday People. <laughs>